What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 238 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's going on? Yeah, for you guys that are wondering, that's not a new you know, co-host of the program with that opening right there with that nice, deep, smoky voice. You kind of <laughs> got a little uh, sore Welcome throat. back to Cool <laughs> 98. <laughs> you are now tuned in. No, I think uh, so. so my three-year-old had strep throat like, I don't know, 13, 14 days ago. I don't know if that's what I ended up coming down with, but last week on Friday uh, at work, I could kind of tell it was like, mm. so I skipped the football game, didn't want to go out. Saturday, uh, you know, it, it wasn't great. Sunday, it was getting better. And like Monday, Tuesday, you know, this week, I've been like I feel right. great, great, but, but just man, in the mornings, especially in the mornings, uh, it uh, well, it could be something to do with. Like, I know you battle allergies pretty bad. I do battle like allergies, and, but uh, and all the crops are coming out this time of year, and it's pretty dusty out there. I'm sure that it's... I wish it was something badass, like I had been smoking <laughs> a bunch of cigs or something. But... <laughs> well, we could say that. Yeah, yeah. Just, Scott just got it done. He was outside. Yeah, Matt bet me ripped, that I couldn't rip uh, through a pack yeah. of Marlboro Reds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think it was almost close to a Guinness Book of World Records, yeah. but yeah. No, I do, I, I do kind of—I don't know. Maybe some of the uh, some of the dirt bags are going to really enjoy it, and it's, like, it sounds know. badass yeah. in in the in the earphones right now. I if there's uh, if there's <laughs> ladies listening right now, they are they're like holy <laughs> moly. <laughs> Well, there they yeah, are. I'm, I'm, they're they're uh, throwing their panties at you through the through the, through the <laughs> airwaves. We can yep. tell. We can tell. Audio panty throws, <laughs> but uh, audio pantyologists. Uh, <laughs> we very we, careful. Yeah, we apologize. <laughs> We're not even two minutes in, and this is this is officially dog shit. But uh, um, this week's episode is brought to you by Dakota Angler, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, I talked to Josh today, and they got a fresh order of jigging wraps in, hyper rattles, walleye nation, reapers. Uh, they've been on the hottest lures uh, out on uh, the river for big walleyes. Uh, they just got all their live scope stuff in. Uh, there's going to be some really sweet deals at the Ice Institute. Uh, buy an Eskimo E40 auger, get a free battery. That deal's going on right now. Uh, 30% off all G Loomis. And, um, yeah, that's just a few of the things on sale. Stop into the store, uh, see what else they've got going. I know that they, I, Josh sent that snap the other day. I think that they are officially, uh, taking a lot of the, uh, open water stuff down, starting to get the ice stuff up. Yeah. I think, I think that the majority of the store probably is now, uh, switched over. I think that there's more ice fishing stuff. It's the most wonderful (laughs) time. Cue the music, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, it's, you know, get up there and check it out. You know, maybe there's some new things out there before they go flying off the shelves. You, you can get them before, you know, get them in your hands beforehand. So uh, stop in and see those fellas up there and uh, see what's all, see what's up. Maybe they'll even give you spill some juice on the Ice Institute. I think they will. Uh, speaking of Ice Institute, that is November 10 through 12, Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the uh, convention center arena. Uh, They basically just book out the whole entire place, Uh, pretty much the whole town of Sioux Falls. But uh, uh, I don't even even have to put in for like an appointment that day or something like that. I don't have to have a mysterious doctor's appointment up in Sioux Falls that day. We have it off of school anyways. Do you really? 
Yeah, for teacher comp day. So. Oh, I thought maybe they saw the uh, state football coming down the pipe. <laughs> well, that uh, too. I mean, last year we watched the semis <clears throat> at the Ice Institute. But, yep. uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have Todd on next week, uh, probably Josh also. Uh, do a little bit of Ice Institute talking. Uh, maybe they'll let us know a couple of the deals that are going on, um, who's going to be there. Uh, they've started releasing, or, or maybe they released them all, uh, who's going to be doing the seminars. Yep. Uh, that's on the Facebook page if you want to stop over there and take a look. We're not going to dive too far into it. Uh, we got to have something to talk to Todd and Josh about. Save the juice. Uh, yep, yep. But uh, um, the other cool thing is uh, I'm starting to, I, I haven't actually received any rods yet, but uh, I'm starting to get some videos of some rods for... Uh, um, for the Ice Institute uh, uh, custom ice rod really? contest, and uh, so I'm pretty jacked up about that. We've got some really, really cool ones. Uh, a lot of the same guys that were in it last year, uh, some new guys that were in it last year or, or that weren't in it last year. So uh, um, a lot of a lot of cool, a lot of cool rods coming. You know, you want to know how you can tell they're going to be like killer, cool, badass looking rods is when you get a picture of a video of them and you're just like, whoa. Yep. And that's the picture of the video. Yep. It's just like, just wait till you see it in your hands. Because yep. it always seems like, and it doesn't matter ever, like a picture never does something justice right. until, you, right. until you're there seeing it in person. So yep. yeah, I'm excited for it this year. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, you know, we've talked about it a couple times. Uh, Saturday night of the Ice Institute, uh, um, we're going to be doing a, a get-together uh, I believe at the 212 bar in Brandon. That's about a 15-minute drive from the arena. Um, basically a suburb of the big city of Sioux yeah, Falls. but a uh, jumping and um, skipping away. Yeah, once you get on the interstate, you won't really even realize uh, that you left. But uh, we're going to go over to the 212. Uh, Kyle had posted a picture of some barbecue burger today. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have it's a couple like, dozen of them. <laughs> and then he had like some like the Carolina wing sauce or some yeah, yeah. pizza the other yeah. day. Woo, yep. man. Count me in for yep. a pile of those. Yep. I can't even wait to have burgers and Gonna, pizzas. We again. might have to wear stretchy pants that Saturday to the Ice Institute. Well, I've I've almost lost twenty five pounds. So, I know. Uh, I can tell. Uh, can you really? I can. I'm dead actually, serious. I'm this, dead serious. This yep. week, I've actually had three people come up to me and they're like, "You know what? I can tell." And yep. so, finally, uh, finally working. But uh, I'm I'm almost at twenty five pounds. And, all uh, you guys that are in that thing. Yeah, I'm we're all doing real good. You, so. so. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, we're we're not publishing it anymore. But I'll tell you what: there's like the top three or four are like dead heat. Yeah, like it there. is. It it's gonna be it's gonna yep. be scary. So yep. uh, yeah, that that'll be cool. Uh, thank God that we get done uh, right before the ice institute. <laughs> yeah, right before this get together, I, I wouldn't have argued if you guys were still going because I mean I did, I would have said I want to rub Good. it in or something. more wings for oh, me. Oh, oh man, oh, these that, are so full. All the second right, this I'll is done, the second this is done, I'm going to send yeah. Rich Lingren so many food pictures. It's going to blow his <laughs> he has, mind. He has been torturing yeah, you. Yeah, I, I yeah. got to say that even tonight. Culver's I, twice. I know it's it's piss always. on you, Rich. <laughs> piss on you. No. <laughs> Uh, speaking um, of Dakota Angler, though, uh, yeah. our buddy Nick Heitkamp, brand new dad. Yep, another has another another boy there. So Todd, Todd, let his his boys know, like, hey, listen here, guys, you guys are only going to throw boys. We need <laughs> workers for this here bait shop, and uh, they followed yeah. through. I think it's it's that's Todd's retirement plan, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's about pretty never much have to hire retire, another so. employee again. So. <laughs> oh. 
Nope. Yeah. So, you know, big congratulations to them and everything like that. But uh, speaking of dads and stuff like that, have you ever had any, any good dad jokes lately? Oh, I'm, I kind of fancy myself the king of dad jokes, Do to you? tell you the truth. I, I can kind of see that. I think both you and I kind of have the same sense of humor. Yep. That it's like yep. we're pretty quick-witted and... Uh, I like to throw some at the kids sometimes at school. You know, you know it's a good dad. When you know when you can tell it's a good dad joke. When they when they don't really laugh, yep. they just stare just at like, you like, I like really, yep. really. It's like, yeah. But yep. then as they walk away, they're kind of like saying to their friends, they're just kind of like, yeah, that was a good. One. You know, like nothing makes like, me happier than driving my wife's Chrysler Pacifica, her in the passenger seat, my kids in the back. And I crack a couple dad jokes, and everyone in there is pissed off at me because they think I'm annoying. Yep. It's like, I, I have officially <laughs> arrived. You, you've accomplished it. Yep. So In a minivan. You know, with that, with that in mind, I thought, you know what? Why not get us going tonight uh, with with some kind of dad jokes, kind of fishing-related and stuff like okay. that. So I'm going to rattle some out here. There's a couple easy one in, ones in here that I'm sure you'll get, but uh, just kind of fun Fun things just to kind of make us laugh a little bit sometimes. Yep, yep. Sometimes we don't laugh enough. People don't. So uh, the first one I got for you: What do you call a what do you call a fish with no eyes? Hmm, a fish with no eyes. And is, mm. is it is it dam or no? Not a fish, no eyes. No. Mm. Okay. What is what it? is it? <laughs> Jesus. You just take out the eye, and you don't got no eye, so it's just FSH. Okay. Okay. All right. There you go. You can remember yep, that one. Yep, so I can go of, with that. So you kind of gave me that, yep. like, like, you freaking yeah. jackass. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what makes up a good dad joke. I, mean, I You know what? You know, I can. I already know Tyler Hicks is currently listening to this, oh, yeah. and he's like, can't even wait to get home and tell his kids. No, I know. Kyle Lynn's the same way. I yeah, guarantee yeah. it. They're all like sitting. I'm sure a lot of these guys, I'm sure that our our phones are going to blow up when they're all listening to this these episodes. Like, oh, here's a good dad joke for you. Here's a good dad joke for you. Because, I mean, you all have them. Yep. I mean, you all have them. So. The Midwest Angler Podcast, pissing wives off since, <laughs> what is it, 20, 2018? 20, yeah, 2018, yeah. 2018. So. Boy, we wow. are closing in we're on almost, five years. I was going to say, we're almost Next month. Good. Man. What is that like silver? Holy is that shit. like silver or something like that? What do we got to get each the other? Fact that, like the that? fact that I could put up with you for five no, freaking I mean, years. All right, back to the dad jokes. No, the fact that the that the dirt bags could put, yeah, up, put with up with us. us. Yeah. I mean, it just I guess that more people, more and more people are trying to find podcasts because I'm sure some of the original ones don't listen no more. No, so. no. God bless your souls. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you call a bear with no teeth? A bear with no teeth. I'm, I'm thinking too hard into it now. I know you I'm, are. It's, it's dad jokes. You can't think too hard into it. Bear with no teeth. Gummy bear. Yeah, gummy, bear. Yep, yeah. gummy bear. Yeah. Yep. You got that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, you got that one. This one will probably be pretty easy for you too. Uh, what do you? Uh, what? Do God, you, I love gummy bears. I know. So do <laughs> I, man. Holy buckets. Like the, like all those, those black forest ones. Oh yeah. Oh baby. Yep. Um, what do fish say when they hit a concrete wall? Damn. Damn. Yep. yep. That's a good classic one right there. Uh, what do you call a girl hanging off the side of a boat? A girl hanging off the side of a boat. What Bouncy buoy. Bouncy buoy. That's a good name for a boat, though. <laughs> I like that. Boo. That might be a bar. Uh, if I had a strip club on a, on a lake somewhere, I'd call it the Bouncy Buoy. Bouncy Buoy. Yeah, okay. 
God. I, we've we've got some female that listeners, like, and they are currently pissed I, off at me. That sounds like something like a. That sounds like a club that's on Lake Minnetonka, up in <laughs> the, the, the old the bouncy buoy. <laughs> All right, so uh, you don't you don't have an answer to that. What do you call a girl hanging off the side of a boat? Bobbers. A net. <laughs> a net. Yep. Okay. Yeah, a net. All right. All right. Uh, where does a fisherman go to get his hair cut? Mm, don't. I kind of put this one in there since your wife cuts hair. Why? Where does a fisherman go to get his hair cut? Don't overthink it. It's got to be something with a buzz. Um, I don't know. You don't know? A bobber shop. A bobber shop. All yeah, right. All right. Yeah, you got that one. All right. All right. Um, next one. Uh, why do fish swim in schools? This one might be a question for uh, Scott Mockentune too. Like, why do fish, right? Why yeah. do fish swim in schools? Well, he would have the scientific answer. I would tell you the actual answer. <laughs> um, I'm not. I don't know. You don't know why they swim in schools? Because they can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just type in fishing dad jokes? On? The, the, you know what the funny thing is? Like, have you ever seen that? Like, you got seen, some laffy taffies, didn't like, you? Oh yeah. You ever uh, watch that one? They're like on YouTube sometimes where guys will sit there and tell each other dad jokes and they try not to laugh about it. They're trying to like get points off of it. If you laugh, you like lose yep, a point. Yep, yep, those I know are, exactly. Those are always pretty classic. Oh, yeah. Pretty fun to yep. Pretty fun to watch. Um, all right, uh, another one. Um, how much fishing ca- tackle can a man accumulate before his wife throws him out? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Um, neither do I. I don't know the answer, but I think I'm nearly there. So. Think, thank God that that guy stole some stuff from me. Cause... Oh, let's see here. I got, uh, I got a few more here too. All right. Um, this is just kind of a, a little story here, you know, kind of a fun little dad joke story. My, you know, our grandpa's always, grandpas were always the best at like telling like little, like kind of funny story jokes type yep, things like yep. that. So one day two guys... Frank and Bob were out fishing. A funeral service passes over the bridge they're fishing by, and Bob takes his hat off and puts it over his heart. He does this the entire funeral ser- until the f- entire funeral service passes by. Frank said, gee, Bob, I didn't know that you had it in you. Bob replied, it was the least I could do after I was married to her for 30, 30 years. So. <laughs> it's kind of like that picture, the happiest day of my life, and it's, and it's that guy and gal you know, with their wedding picture and, and there's a guy in the back, like, you know, they're in front of a river. Yep. I'm the guy back there yep. fishing. All right. Here, here's one, you know, since we've, since we've made the, like you said, we got to be careful. Like we might upset the, the lady listeners to this podcast here. So here's a little joke to get them to laugh. There's only a, a few of them. We can't lose them. Like, we we can't. can't lose them. All right. Three fisher three fishermen were fishing when they came upon a mermaid. The mermaid offered them one wish each. The first fisherman said, double my IQ. So the mermaid did it, and to his surprise, he started reciting Shakespeare. Then the second fisherman said, triple my IQ. And sure enough, the mermaid did it, and amazingly, he started doing math problems he didn't even know existed. The third fisherman was so impressed, he asked the mermaid to quadruple his IQ, and the mermaid said, are you sure about this? It'll change your whole life. The fisherman said, yes. So the mermaid turned him into a woman. So (laughs) there you go, ladies. There you go, you know. As the cherry on top for them. Yep, yep. So uh, just some just some uh, 
Just some, you know, some good uh, dad jokes. I'll, I'll yep. throw, I'll throw one more in there. One more, one more. Since we're getting close to ice fishing season and stuff like that, uh, one day a rather inebriated ice fisherman, go figure, right? An right, inebriated ice fisherman. Do you think there's more inebriated ice fishermen than? Oh, there is? for oh, no. sure, for sure. <laughs> Right. I'm just thinking grumpy old men right, right. now. Like oh, I'm thinking a permy shack up in northern Minnesota. Dude's been freaking pounding full flavor beers. Yeah, just probably some old Milwaukee. Yep, yep. Some old Milwaukee's. All right. <laughs> An inebriated ice fisherman drilled a hole in the ice and peered into the hole, and a loud voice from above said, There are no fish down there. He walked several yards away and drilled another hole and peered into the hole again. The voice said, There's no fish down there. He then walked about 50 yards away and drilled another hole. And again, the voice said, there's no fish down there. He looked up into the sky and asked, God, is that you? No, you idiot. The voice said, it's the rink manager. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Just, yeah. just, just, you know, some good old fashioned. Some good old, good old fashioned, fashioned dad, dad jokes. Yep. Just kind of, uh, just a little humor to get us going into the show. And, uh, let me talk a little bit more so you can save that, uh, that voice of yours. Yep, yep, I appreciate that. Um, obviously, we're coming a few days late this week. Um, normally, we record on Monday nights, uh, kick it out on Tuesday mornings, and um, uh, it's it's the uh, Iowa early muzzleloader season. I bought a tag for the first time in like five years here in Iowa, and uh, so I went out on Sunday night. I went out on Monday night with Ramrod. And uh, didn't go out last night, didn't go out tonight. I believe I'm going to try to get back out again tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of um, why why we're doing that. Obviously, um, Monday night, uh, my voice was so bad. It would have been, right. been pretty yeah. incredible to, to even do this. But uh, well, you got to get out there and take those opportunities when you can. We had yep. a good evening yep. because, you know, we did have some crappy weather at the end of the last week. So Yep, yep. So, uh, passed on a small buck the other night, uh, sitting with Ramrod, uh, had a couple does out in front, but, uh, just not exactly what I'm looking for. And, uh, so we'll, we'll give it a couple more shots. Maybe, you know, maybe get out one or two more times. It, it feels good to get out, but, uh, um, yeah, I did. I was going to say, like you said, it would have been the first time in like five years. I mean, you yeah, guys used yeah. to pretty... I mean, that was always something that you regularly, oh, yeah. every year, it was a yearly deal for you guys. And yep. Oh, yeah. I There was there was quite a few years there where, man, deer hunting was like... Right. I mean, I I remember one time asking you way back, I, I asked you, like, would you rather fish or rather hunt? And you were like, oh, I'd rather fish. And I just thought you were freaking nuts. Right. And now I feel like, if anything, it's probably kind of changed for me. Yeah. Aside from going down uh, to Nebraska, like, I'd... I'd probably if I if I had a Saturday free, I'd rather go fishing if I could yep. than than uh, uh, to go hunting. And you know that might change a little bit as Slate gets a little bit older and if he gets a little bit interested. Hall rookie move. Mm-hmm. I left my oh, phone. At least on. it wasn't a call. Let me see who it is. Oh, somebody's somebody's messaging you. Oh, you want to talk about pissing me off? Is these people that like somehow now they can like tag at everyone oh and, and that doesn't doesn't the whole at everyone just yeah make you that, a, i mean even though you did it the other day but i'm not gonna say anything but that was only a group of 14 people so 
I needed to talk to him. I know. <laughs> I needed to talk to him. If no, you're going to be getting in my face right now, you do not want any like of this the people, smoke. It's like the people that are like administrators on like a Facebook page that has like hundreds and thousands of people. And, and they're like, add everyone. Me. It's just Kiss like, my ass. Don't add me. Yeah. Don't add me. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting rid of this bullshit right now. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, I wish I wish that there. You know what you should do is like, can you do like at follow group, leave group, leave at, group. Can you do like at middle fingers at minus at administrator and put the middle finger yeah. symbol up there. <laughs> Quit your shit. <laughs> Don't uh, come at me with that bullshit. Yep. So. Whatever, but uh, no, it was out deer hunting. Uh, Matt, you got out, did a little bit of pheasant hunting. Did. Yeah, Minnesota opener this past weekend. Uh, you know, I didn't know if I was going to go. Like you said, it was kind of a rainy, all Friday night, all Friday it rained. It was a sloppy mess. And then Saturday rolled around and it rained a little bit in the morning. And it was just like, I don't know if I'm going to get, if I'm going to go out. You know, there's still a lot of, you come up with all these excuses. Ah, oh, there's still yep. a lot of corn in. Oh, I just don't, I don't know. And I was like. I was sitting there with the dog, and I was like, you know what? Now nah, we're getting out. So I yep. loaded her up, and we quick ran up and uh, went to a public spot that I know of just to get her some exercise, get her to start, you know, getting in condi- better condition for the season. I mean, she's in good condition, but uh, just to get her hunting stuff going again. And it went pretty dang well, I got to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got a limit, didn't you? Yeah, I got two of them. And, uh, like I let her out, and I'm like, well, let's see how it goes. And we two birds, not yeah. two limits. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, <Yeah. laughs> I shot enough that I could have had two limits and then some, but no. Uh, we weren't even ten minutes into it, and she kicked up a nice big rooster, and uh, I dropped that one, and she retrieved it back to me, and uh, went a little bit further. Didn't really see anything. We just made a big loop on this little grassy stuff that we were hunting. And I thought, well, maybe they'll be up along the field edge, and she got real birdie, and I got ready to go, and up jumped two young roosters. I mean, the only way I could tell they were roosters is they were cackling when they got up, and the one flew right at me, and I was just like, oh, crap. You know, you ever have that where they fly right at you, and, like, it's, like, probably the hardest shot because oh, yeah. like, I can't shoot now because if I shoot now, it's going to be, like, they're going to be blown apart. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it gets, like, it's almost too close. Like, it's right in your kitchen, and you're just like, I can't. Like, I can't yep. do this. And so then as soon as it gets far enough away you take a pop at it and it's like you miss and then pretty soon he catches the wind and then it's like yeah a couple hail marys out there so i was like yeah that's all right they're young birds i'll let them go yeah you were you were giving them the pass kind of like i did yeah. that buck and doe yeah. the other night yeah. you know yeah. even, even I though know. i shot three yeah times exactly <laughs> warning shots yeah just to get them flying i just want to educate them you know yep. so then we walked a little bit further and uh she kicked up another nice big rooster and i dropped that one i mean that was a big mature bird Nice. Dropped that one. She made a nice retrieve back to me on that one and uh, finished out the walk, and she kicked up another young rooster. And That's always kind of fun after you get your limit, and you just get a just walk along, and she starts to really work, and then yep. you, you get a watcher, and uh, yeah, it, it's just always fun. There's just something special about, you know, watching those, watching the dog work. Yep. It, it, that's a lot of fun. I mean, sometimes I wish that it's like, ah, I should have brought some more people along just, just so that they can like watch her and appreciate what she yep. does and yep. or for me sometimes it's like then i get to watch and appreciate what she does and not have to worry about trying to shoot the birds or let right. somebody else to do it so now i i've i've not pheasant hunted a whole heck of a lot you know obviously in the last five six seven well last 10 years probably but uh um 
I have gotten out behind Finley a couple times. Uh, Dan Snyder's got a couple German short hairs that are pretty solid dogs. And, you know, for somebody like me that went a lot of years pheasant hunting without dogs, like right. that is, that is really, that's, that's pretty fun to, yep. to get behind a dog that really knows what it's doing. And yep. it, it's, it's, it's almost like a whole different, it, well, it it, is. you know, just a completely different deal. But uh, you know what it is? It's like forward-facing sonar. That's exactly <laughs> like having a dog when you're... Dogs is the forward-facing <laughs> sonar, sonar of the, the hunt. Pe- yeah. It's a pheasant anyway. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Otherwise, you're just walking around out ban there them. hoping... Ban them. Yep, ban dogs. Ban That's going to be the next thing. That, yep. That'll be my argument from now on when somebody's like, they need to ban forward-facing sonar just like they need to ban dogs for hunting, right? Yep. Well, you know, like, well, no, 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 it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just thought of that. It, it really is that like is that. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> walking around out there. I know we, well, I spent many years hunting without a dog and you're just walking yep. around out there kicking weeds and that bird gets up and you're freaking scared crapless. And your first shot usually is like, you hope you don't put it into your boot. And then the second shot, it's like, all right, here we go. Get set up. But yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy how similar that is but yeah. uh um yeah whatever but uh that's just more science from us audio biologists exactly right there. exactly spitting facts at you guys yeah the the second that forward-facing sonar came about i looked at it and i was like it's like it's, it's like, like having, having a, bird a dog, dog. Yeah. it's like it's having a bird dog same in a damn thing same damn thing <laughs> they should have named it that yeah <laughs> forward-facing bird dog it's like yep. a, it's like a short it's a good pointer on point right over there are the fish <laughs> cast over there going to yep. kick them up and you're going to shoot them yeah so nope and all of our other seasons like south dakota's big non-resident weekend is coming up this weekend yep, this weekend that's and... just great isn't it crazy like how much revenue and how like big of a thing that is out there in south dakota like, yeah you know like when i used to work up in sioux falls and they would fly these people in and they would like people just spend crazy amounts of money and you hear stories of guys buying new shotguns and then oh, yeah. leaving them leaving them at the lodge out there because they don't want to have to deal with the yeah. hassle of going buy a brand new benelli yeah. or, or you something hear that... them, like with dogs doing that like they'll bring really? like they'll get dogs and they'll just like leave them at the lodge and stuff like that so i don't know it's it, it is just crazy i mean time out what's up you owe an apology i do we're, are we to that i was point? i well we were just about talking you know, you were talking about leaving dogs and I was just about to get into a swear word barrage. And then I was like, you know what? Last time I got into a swear word barrage was because Matt lied to me live on the air. My misinformation. So I I suppose now is a good time as any to, to apologize to all the Minnesota Gopher fans out there. I did a formal apology on Facebook. Well, kind of an informal, formal apology. And I did reach out to Scott Mockentune because he was kind of you know, he called me on it. He was my fact checker, like he always is for us on the podcast here. So, 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 what we, what Matt is is referring to is last week we were talking about the Hawkeyes and the Gophers playing. We were talking about the wave. You were down at the Hawkeye yep. game. Uh, you, we talked about experiencing the wave at the end of the first quarter that do that they do at Iowa games. And I, I had mentioned that PJ Fleck had chose not to participate in it, and I was completely wrong. He was actually one of the ones that fully supported it, like first ones to really support doing the wave down there with the with the Hawkeyes, with his team and everything like that. So I apologize for that misinformation. It got Scott heated up. I, I rose his blood pressure up. Uh, Sorry for swearing. Yeah, he swore. I take that. That's my bad. 
Um, good job to PJ Fleck and the Gophers and stuff like that. So there it is, Minnesota Gopher fans. I was wrong, and I apologize to you. I can, I can, I can fess up to it, and I can man up to it. Did you know that Lisa Bluter? Yeah. Lisa Bluter has more wins in Kinnick Stadium than B.J. Fleck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> than any gopher coach in the last six Ten years. Ten years, yeah. <laughs> but did you also know that Lisa Bluter also has had um, scored more points in Kinnick than Brian Ferentz has in the last three yeah, years? Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Spe- speaking of that, uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, they play the goofers this weekend. Iowa Hawkeyes, gophers. Um then uh, is it is is USD USD and SDSU play? Is it this weekend or next weekend? Because they're talking about College Game Day coming to Vermilion, South Dakota. Shut up! Yeah, for that game. No, they got Southern SDSU's got Southern Illinois, but uh, Iowa, Minnesota tried to get Rich Lindgren to bet. Um, if anyone wants to put a little friendly wager on it, uh, shoot me a message on Facebook. Um, no, I'm not interested in throwing five hundred dollars down. Like, just uh, I I don't know. I don't know what we'd bet on it, but uh, come come up with something good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we got a t-shirt for bet. a t-shirt. We got um, we got we got different things. I don't know. We, I've got I've got a couple odds and ends stickers around here. I've got, uh, well, we, we do have brand new t-shirts. I wasn't I'll, even going to say it, but we got, got brand a, new t-shirts. I might have a towel around that I could throw at them. Too. A towel. A Midwest Angler podcast towel, just not like a towel. like. Uh, yeah, yeah, not an old bath towel, yeah. like a Midwest Angler podcast. Uh, uh, Matt had yeah. some really cool ones made for yep. hanging on your ice bibs and whatnot. Uh, we did get some brand new t-shirts made that are only going to be for sale at the Ice Institute. So um, don't ask about them until then. Yep. But maybe we could. May, no, may, don't may, ask. No, I'm just saying. Maybe you want to bet something. Right. F- give, give me something worthy uh, to bet against it, and maybe you'll be the only person besides Matt and I to be wearing one there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, whatever the case, um, yeah, if anyone wants to bet, uh, let's let's get a bet going. Um, I'm down for that. You got anything else to talk hunting or, or is that? Hunting? Uh, no, that yeah, a lot of the seasons are opening up now and it's it, it's getting to be that time of the year. So it's it's always hard to decide what you want to do. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. It, it is. It is because, uh, um, you know, I want to get over and I want to try to do a little bit of wader fishing with Tim Hilbert. Uh, he said it's starting to kick on. Uh, he's having some luck over there. You see all these pictures of all these dudes catching frickin' Mondo fish, and here I am, still not going. You know, I mean, I made time to go deer hunting. Why can't I make time to go fishing? Right. And I, I don't know. It just, it's tough. It's tough. It it's is. a tough time of year. Everything's it's going life. on. And, yep, we got football on Friday night, uh, Hawkeyes playing on Saturdays, got trick-or-treating. I went to the Lake Pahoya trick-or-treating festivities last uh saturday and you're still down 25 pounds i didn't have any candy i don't think i've i'm a boy i'm not even kidding you i you want to know what i had as my two meals today skipped a snack at break i had a steak tip salad at lunch and i had a caesar salad for supper that's it that's it look at you go I ain't happy about it. I ain't happy about it. But <laughs> still, that's what I had. Still a little hangry. Yep. But uh, 
All right, uh, in other news, um, Bassmaster Elite Series uh, opens are officially done. Uh, JT Tompkins out of South Carolina goes ahead and uh, gets first place in the uh, Bassmaster Opens. Uh, John Garrett um, out of Tennessee, uh, second. Illinois' Trey McKinney, third. Uh, Robert G. Tyler Williams, Wesley Gore, Logan Parks, Ben Milliken, and Kyle Patrick uh, all punch their ticket to the Elite Series. Obviously, Ben Milliken, um, popular YouTuber. Um, you know, I've heard, I've heard some people say that they love the dude. I've heard some people say that he is an absolute jackass. But the dude freaking caught him all year long. So yeah, gotta yeah. gotta tip your hat there. And you gotta give him credit too because he's kind of he's been through it all this year of a tournament angler. He's had some really good tournaments. Obviously yep. he's won one. And he also had some really bad tournaments and especially right down here towards the end. Like his last three tournaments were not like or his yeah. last the last two leading up to the last one hadn't been real great tournaments yep. and i mean a guy trying to qualify for the elite series you can really start spinning your wheels and oh, yeah. like, it can go yeah. south in a hurry but yeah he had he to put it be together. mentally tough and i mean it, he had to go out there swinging on that last tournament and uh he put it together to qualify I, that trey mckinney i think that's he's one that you got to kind of you don't hear a lot of great fishermen like on the elite series coming out of illinois but like all year long, if you watched it, he was he was kind of always, always like there, there or always doing pretty well. So I'm going to be interested to see how he does. You know, like with the Wisconsin anglers, the Minnesota anglers, kind of the northern anglers the last few years really kind of making a splash in the bass, you know, the professional bass fishing world. Yep. I, I, I really feel like he he could be one of them that does pretty well next year. Now, was was he or Logan Parks – were any of those guys like big time into the college? I think they were. Okay, a couple of those guys were. Yeah, I think the the college stuff now like prepares those guys so well on how to handle big tournaments like that. Yep. yep. Going to big bodies of water and everything. Um, sometimes that if you can get over that intimidation factor and just worry about the fishing part of it. Yep. I think it helps out a lot and I think that's where that college those college tournaments are really are really coming into play and not only the that but like the format of a two or three day tournament. I think yep. some guys do really well on a one day tournament, but it takes them a while to like learn to do like string a few good days together like oh, getting on a pattern and like, is this going to be able to sustain with, like, weather patterns and you just can't all the burn, different things? You can't burn something to the ground, but right. all of a sudden, that you know, conditions change the next day, and some guys can adapt, and some guys That's are just, just going like, to go back because this is where I caught them yesterday. Yeah. Well, it ain't where they're at today, man. Yeah. Just going to keep running into that wall over and over and yep. over again. So, yep. now it'll be interesting to see how it goes with it. Yep. But Now, uh, we're, now we're kind of uh, bass fishing tournament list for quite a while well you know i mean that's it is we're just at that time of the year where you know you're kind of hunting season hasn't officially really gotten into full swing for a lot of people unless you're a water fowler and right. uh fishing's really you know kind of well you know everybody starts you know wants to also get their boats and stuff winterized before it's like before it is winter yep. you know have that stuff put away good and all that uh also there's a lot of people that don't like to 
load and unload their boat without a dock and a lot of docks yep. are coming out of lakes and uh you know it's just you know you can go over there one day and it's just like man the fishing sucked it's like yep. man, you know what i think it's time to call it a year and then all of a sudden somebody else goes the next day and it's like we it was just an absolute smash fest so, right you know another thing that a guy can do right now to get to um ready for the ice season is and and maybe we talked about this but get some of those shacks down out of storage take a look at them um maybe do a little bit of cleaning before uh the snow flies and uh you know do do whatever you need to out on uh out on the driveway but uh also you know hook up your vexlar batteries do some of that stuff um get it figured out uh if you need a new battery if you if a mouse got into your ice shack, uh, different stuff like that, because all these shows are coming up, and uh, you know, instead of finding out uh, December twenty-five after all the shows are are right. done, you know, figure out before the shows. So, just take some of that stuff out, uh, take an inventory, um, you know, get it figured out. Uh, uh, do you need more tackle? Do you need a couple more rods? Do you need new shack? Do you need new Vexlar battery? All these shows are going to be coming down the pipe here, wherever you're at, and there's going to be really sick deals at them. Yeah. Know, know what you need to get when you're getting there. Well, and a lot of guys, you know, a lot of things are popular, and guys use the same thing, so a lot of times that stuff goes fast. Like I, I think of like fish, yep. I think of fishing line sometimes. Like, you know, they get their supply of fishing line in, and it's kind of what they have for the, for the ice season. And it's like, oh, man, I really want some three-pound, you know, like high-vis line for, like, if I'm going to do some tight lining with some crappies. And it's just like, all right, I need some. I need some. And you go somewhere, and it's like, oh, there's none here. All right. Well, I, man, they have, there was a bunch, like, at the show earlier this year. Yep. Yeah, you should have bought it. I yep. mean, don't, don't kick the tires too much. Yep. Well, and especially on the two and three and four dollar things, just just yeah, buy just it. Just buy it. Get her over with. But all right, uh, I think we're unless you got something else to talk about, yeah. we're going to move on to Freedom Brew Good News Stories of the Week. Uh, before we cut into that, I do want to mention uh, Freedom Brew is currently uh, in some deal here in Northwest Iowa, um, where they're I don't know. I think it's like ten grand or something like that, where they could potentially win ten grand. Uh, they want to do a mobile espresso cart. I'm all for that because that means that they could come over here to uh, Rock Rapids and uh, give us a little coffee. Um, but yeah, it's on our Facebook page. Um, I think that there's only like one, maybe a day and a half left, uh, probably when this thing uh, drops. So if you're listening to this and it's brand new, hop over to our Facebook page. There's a link on there. Uh, go ahead and vote. Uh, you do got to put your email address in, but uh, I've been doing it for the last 10 days or however long they've been doing it right. and uh, right. haven't been getting any spammer emails. Nope. So uh, I don't think it's anything you got to worry about there. Um, but yeah, go ahead and give them a vote. Uh, we'd appreciate it, and I'm sure they would too. Um, but yeah, good news stories of the week brought to you by Freedom Brew, the best dang coffee shop absolutely anywhere. Uh, and I'll personally guarantee it. Yeah, if you and if you again start making if you're planning that route to the Ice Institute, make mm. sure it goes through Larchwood, Iowa. That's you know, smart. Make, make sure it goes through Larchwood, Iowa, and stop in at the coffee cabin, you know, at the old freaking Freedom Brew cabin there, and uh, get you some. Yep, and uh, hopefully this year we uh, get uh, get a little Freedom Brew popping again in the uh, in our booth. Uh, last year it was a 
tremendous hit. I uh, think I'll talk to Austin and have him grind us up with some more beans again. Um, and he he absolutely just loves that shit. Like, and, you, and you know what? I Like I've talked before, like I'm not a huge coffee guy, but I love the smell of it. Oh, yeah. Like I could sit in there and like, like – you know, fresh brewed coffee. I just, I, I can, I love the smell of it. It's just like, yep. uh, there's something about it. Well, there was people that were walking by that were yeah. like, damn bloodhounds. All yeah. of a sudden it was like. You could see them. They're bird dogging yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on over, big guy. Yeah, we got what you need. Yep. So uh, we, we will again. You know what? I'm going to go on Amazon right now and probably buy one of them coffee percolators, whatever the hell they call them. But uh, um, yeah, whatever. Uh, good news stories of the week. Um First and foremost, I want to talk uh, about my brother Eric on Sunday night. Uh, him and his six-year-old son Bowen uh, were out during the early muzzleloader season, and my brother got himself a deer. Uh, my brother's the big buck uh, killer of the family. Uh, he's he's a great deer hunter, and uh, you know this deer was probably a little bit uh, smaller than what he would have normally shot, but he said. Man, Scott, it came out at like 70 yards. Bo was in the blind with me. Bo says, Dad, how big do you think it is? And I, Eric said, well, I think it's an eight-pointer. Shoot it. <laughs> and then he was pissed off afterwards when they got up there. It was missing a brow tine on the one side. Oh, so it was, so it was, was only a seven-pointer. Seven? Oh, man. And Bo wasn't happy about it. But uh, whatever the case, uh, um, you know, I was down hunting at another piece of public uh few miles away and and so eric said you know hey buck down whatever uh i got over there and as i'm pulling up to the parking lot bows up in the back of eric's pickup like hip thrusting and like just <laughs> doing and he was jacked man like he was way pumped up about this deer and that's awesome uh yeah we I walked in there the... drug it out and uh yeah he he was pumped eric was pumped and just one of those deals where it was a reminder it's uh you know this this isn't probably even in the top eight top 10 biggest deer eric's ever shot but i'll guarantee you it is one of if not the most special one and yeah and the uh, memory of it yeah that was cool and that's what you got to do sometimes sometimes like all of us get caught up on those things yep. like oh it's got to be bigger uh to have bow with him i mean yep. i saw bow in school the next day and yeah i was like he like as soon as he saw me he was just like like he's kind of shy the way it is yep. when he's at oh, yeah, school but, shy. but but he was just like then I was like, "Did you guys? Did you guys get a buck last night?" He's like, "Yeah, you know." He's like, yep. "Yeah, we got a buck," you know. Yep. And he was all pumped up about. It. Couldn't wait to tell me the story about it. And you know, me, I, I love hearing those stories. But like when a kid is telling you, it's like I'm not going to be like, "Oh, so it was only like like I'm like this was the biggest buck that we've ever out in the field. The biggest, baby. It's like that is awesome and stuff. You know, ask him, "Did you get a gut to help gut it out and drag it and all this stuff?" And he was just, "Oh, you know," and then. You know, it's fun to hear their creative minds and uh, hearing how excited they are about it, too. It was funny when we got up to the deer. I said to Eric, you know, he had taken a picture with Bowen with the deer. And, you know, Eric Eric did shoot, you know, Eric shot it with his tag, whatever. Wanted to clear that. But, uh, um, you know, and I was like, you know, guys, get behind there and take a picture together. <laughs> There was no chance in hell my brother was holding the rack right. like that's Bowen's buck right there. Yeah, his smile so, in that picture. I don't know if I've ever seen him smile. Yep, that, I almost yeah. didn't recognize him at first because he, he had such a you know grin, grinning ear to ear. Yep. Eric even had like a little a little curl on the side of his yeah his yeah. face. <laughs> you know, straight face Eric. We were actually talking uh, 
when I sent you that picture that, uh, golly, what, what we were you all saying? Got, we all got to start taking a Rick pick when, a Rick we, pick. when we shoot something like yep. everybody just a straight face, like hold, like if you hold it, catch a PB or something like that. I mean, obviously <laughs> you're going to take your pictures of you smiling and stuff, but we got to at least take one picture of where we're just like straight face, no smile. And my brother, Mike's the same way, like really? never smiles, like family yep. pictures, nothing like, like like when something happens and you got a picture of him smiling, people are like, holy buckets. Like yeah, he's smiling and stuff good. like that. So him and him and Rick are the same in that aspect. So we all got to take a Rick pick when we, uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's for, from here on out a Rick pick everyone, <laughs> everyone that, uh, uh, if, if you catch a big, catch a big fish, you ca- shoot a big buck, get a limited ducks, whatever. Yep. Take that Keep one picture face. where, where your straight face, maybe even look like you're a little bit pissed off at the person <laughs> taking your picture. Hashtag Rick pick. Yep. <laughs> yep. And one one other good news story that I wanted to to you know obviously a couple weeks ago I talked about uh, getting my fishing tackle stolen out of my boat, and I'll be honest I was a little bit worried about this happening, but uh, we had a couple listeners that uh, um, decided to take it upon themselves to try to uh, try to fill up my tackle box a little bit. Um, uh, Nick Fulton, Jim Bustle, uh, the, and also the guys over there at Dakota Angler. Uh, got some gift card. Got a gift card. Um, uh, got some tackle sent my way. A new life jacket sent my way. Uh, I, you didn't need to be doing that. That's not. You know. That's not why. Why I brought it up. That's not. I mean, I brought it up because Matt and I take you guys all along on on basically all the spots of our lives, right. and yep. and you know it had to do with fishing. I was pissed off about it. You know, probably made bad audio because I was mad, whatever. But, uh, um, you know, I, I do, uh, hats off to you guys. You're, you're good. You, you guys are both all great men and, uh, yeah, whatever. That is what that it is, is. That is the definition of good news stories right there. Yep. You yep. know, that, that is, that's some good stuff right there. Those guys, that's pretty awesome that they did yep. that. Uh, my good news stories, uh, my like i said last week my brother and uh his family got a new puppy uh they decided to name it river river okay that one kind of caught me like i wasn't expecting that that one i was pretty surprised at that one uh cute little pup we went up there the other night and uh i was reminded like yeah puppies are cute but they're also all over the place and a lot of work you always you you ever notice that the ugliest guys get the cutest dogs yeah it's kind of how it goes isn't it (laughs) way to follow suit mike (laughs) (laughs) oh man it was funny we took finley up there to let her run around with it and finley could care less when she's around other dogs like she's just like she's like what are what's this what's this thing it's a dog like i'm a human you know so she there were some squirrels in the trees next door and she just sat there looking at those squirrels like i want to get them and it was kind of funny the puppy came up there and tried to nurse off of old finn Finn's <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing like get the hell away from me. out of here <laughs> so yeah no that's uh that'd be uh my good news story i felt like i had another one but uh i don't know my old mind is just kind of slipping me here um uh, nick nick or uh, Kyle Lynn and I, you said Nick Bolton, that got me thinking about Nick, but uh, Kyle Lynn and I, the other day when I was out pheasant hunting, him and I were snapping each other back and forth, and uh, Was I he still in him. Hawaii? No, he was back, because oh. he was up on, I think he was on the old Malac. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was snapping him a picture of me shooting a rooster, he sends a picture of catching like a 25-inch walleye, 
And then he caught like a five and a half pound smallie and I shot another rooster. Like it was all in like a matter of like 20 minutes of us snapping each other back and forth. So that was kind of like we're out on an adventure together. Guys were playing swords. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't cross them though. Yeah, I don't know. Swords never touched. Kind of sounds like you crossed. Hey, but one thing about it though is if if that's the case, you know, obviously my snaps proof that i had the bigger cock than he did because you know i had the roosters and stuff <laughs> all like righty that. and with that <laughs> calls an end to 230 about roosters i was talking about pheasants Jeez, i was geez. talking about pheasants you had to go there he had to go he had, there he had fish i had i had pheasants all right <laughs> all right guys uh that is 238 before we get banned off of itunes and google play and everything else so uh, we got to call an end to it but uh we appreciate you guys uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks at the Ice Institute uh, if you don't listen from here on out. But uh, yeah, like I said, be back next week. Todd Heitkamp, Talking Ice Institute. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll catch you then. Later. <laughs>